Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We want to look at another name for God. Now, this is Elohim. That's E-L-O-H-I-M. Now, this is used over 2,300 times in the Bible, uh, and I'm specifically meaning really the Old Testament. This is a plural word, literally meaning God's, but it is used in a singular sense, referring to the God of the Bible a lot. So the context of the use of the word tells us if it is referring to God or gods, as in other gods like idols and that type of thing. Now, you'll notice on the screen I have English, there's God or gods, because it's going to depend on the context. I have the Hebrew, I'm just going to mention that, Um, transliteration, um, that's not exactly how I have spelled it. I've spelled it E-L-O-H-I-M. Just going to go with this as it is. Phonetics, Elohim, that's how I've heard it pronounced. Again, I may get some of these things wrong. My pronunciation may not be exact, but we'll do the best we can. And the way I've heard it always is Elohim, okay? All right, so an example of this in use is in Genesis Chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 that we just read, the first occurrence, then God said, That occurrence of God is Elohim. And Elohim, like I said, is plural. And you'll notice this is is one of those times where, and, and there's not a lot of these at all, I think this is kind of a rare time, where then in the rest of the sentence, it's also plural. Let us make man in our image. So these are taken as plural Um, according to our likeness. Again, that's a little unusual. Most of the times when you see Elohim for God, meaning the God, meaning Yahweh, um, most of the times it is used in a singular sense. In this case, however, it kind of reflects, and the whole verse kind of reflects this idea of plurality. Now, I have my own idea about that where I think that kind of reflects the Trinity of God. Um, some people would disagree, and, and that's okay. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a major point or anything that we really need to worry about. But this is a little unusual, and it does kind of point to a plurality because you'll notice the rest of the verse says us and our. So it does kind of point to that. Nonetheless, most of the times in referring to God and the God of the Bible, who we think of um, as our God, the God, this, this word Elohim is used in a very singular sense. Now, it's still used in a plural sense toward other gods and idols. You know, what we would consider lesser or powerless gods, things that people worship that aren't real, okay? So, there, 
again, it goes back to the context of what is being said. So that's how they look at that. Now, there is another thing about Elohim that is interesting. Elohim relates to rulers and judges. So there is an implication there that our God is our mighty ruler, our mighty judge. And I think that is a very fair and apt description and idea of God in that he is. He is our ruler. We, we say he is our king and he is our judge. And the Jews used to call him king of the universe. They would refer to God that way as the king of the universe. And that's a good reminder that God is in charge of everything. He's over everything. And he always is and always has been and always will be that king and ruler and judge of all. So it's important to remember that, and I think that's a good note to think of this as a reference to God as a ruler and a judge, a divine being. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.